The following is a Thunderbolt West Media Production. I'm going to give you my thoughts on the year 2024 and some things that we need to do. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as surviving in these troubled times, creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I do my best to be a resource as you prepare to protect your family. In this show, I also talk about a wide variety of topics, everything from government corruption to chemtrails. I also feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving, so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studio, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations, WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, on 7490, WTWW, Lebanon, Tennessee, on 5085, and on WRMI, Radio Miami International, Okeechobee, Florida, on 5850. And this show airs on 89.3 FM, Key Radio, in Osage Beach, Missouri. This show is also available on demand as a podcast on Podpoint, Red Circle, Spreaker, Podbean, and Podomatic. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith, and I invite you to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Well, 2024 is here, and I'm going to dedicate this show to helping you survive 2024. There's an awful lot of things we can do that are going to, let's say, lessen the blow a little bit, because I do feel that 2024 is a watershed year. I think that there's going to be a lot happen that we're not going to be too happy with. And so I'd like to help you get things in order. And so you and your family can survive better during this year of turmoil. Now, why am I calling it a year of turmoil? Simply because it's an election year and we have the most corrupt politicians probably in the history of our country that just are 
infesting our government right now. And so I see chaos and trouble and a whole lot of shenanigans going on for this election. Now you add in the world situation. Well, I think that that's going to really cause us some trouble this year. But before I get into that, I had a nice phone call from Karen and Eric. They live in Philadelphia. And Eric is a professional firefighter. And he listened to one of my shows that was talking about fire safety with the wood-burning stoves. And I left out something that I should have said on that episode, and I'm very thankful that Eric pointed it out to me. He's very knowledgeable, and I think that you really need to heed his advice, because this is from Eric. He's had to fight many fires that were caused by chimneys that were clogged with creosote. And he was describing one incident where it looked like Roman candles were coming out of the fireplace, out of the chimney. And when he looked down, he said it was like a volcano in reverse. And it was very intense. They were able to save that house, but many houses get burned down. Simply because you're burning the wrong kind of wood too often. The wrong kind of wood is very sappy, like pine. So if you burn a lot of pine, you're going to have a lot of creosote. And the way to get rid of creosote is that you need to heat that stove up every few days and heat it up to where it will take care of the creosote film that starts to grow inside your pipes. And so if you're one of those that just puts in wood occasionally and slow burns, well, you're building up a lot of creosote. Now, he recommends you use hardwood such as ash, and he explained how ash was a sapless wood, and it doesn't leave any residue. And so he recommended you burn ash or oak, but if you have to burn pine, really watch out for creosote buildup. And again, warm your stove up, get it good and warm, let it burn off all that creosote film that starts to form. But if you heat up a stove that's full of creosote, you're going to have a fire. So what you're going to have to do is inspect your stovepipes on your wood-burning stoves, especially any elbows. But really inspect those pipes, even if you have to pull them apart. I think that it's worth your day or day and a half to go ahead and dismantle things and really check it good. It sure beats a house fire. And I really appreciate Eric with that wonderful advice. And so all the people who heat their house with wood, be careful. Be very careful. And as I explained in my earlier episode, make sure you have fireproof mats, make sure you have a fire extinguisher, a five-gallon bucket of water. You need to have some things there so you can fight a fire if one does break out. And a stray ember can go all the way across the floor, and you won't see it. So be very careful when you're feeding your stoves, especially the old potbelly stoves. You have to be very careful with them. And that goes especially for people that have carpet or rugs nearby. Because an ember can roll across that floor and you won't even see it. And so make sure you have a really nice fireproof mat underneath your stove. That's that's really going to help a lot. Once again, thank you, Eric. Well, I'm going to go ahead and delve into 2024. I did predictions last show. And so I'm going to stay away from predictions. If you want to know what I think is going to happen, just check out last week's podcast. Now, that's not going to help you that listen on shortwave, but 
I was predicting a whole bunch of gloom and doom because that's what I see happening. I hope I'm wrong, but I just see that we have too many idiots in high places as far as in governments all around the world, and all it's going to take is one idiot to really start a huge event. The first thing I'm going to recommend for 2024 is get your finances in order the best you can. Most people are living paycheck to paycheck, and unfortunately, I'm one of them. Ever since I had my car accident, and I had to spend several years of being very non-productive, and it's really hurt me financially because I didn't have insurance for the hospital bill, and you can kind of fill in the blanks and know what happened to my finances. And I'm still digging out from that. And so I'm one of those that kind of goes paycheck to paycheck. But I live on faith, and God has been providing for me just fine. And so I'm not worrying about anything. I just have to rely on my faith. And so if you're one of those that live paycheck to paycheck, well, first of all, do your best to remedy that situation. If you have a good income, just quit spending as much and go on a budget. I know people hate that B word, but I think that it's something you need to do this year. And there's plenty of budgets out there that you can take a look at. But the simple rule of thumb is don't spend more than you make. And in this age of inflation, that's very hard to do when rent prices are higher and grocery prices are higher. And so I do get it. But do your best to curb any impulse spending this year. Try to get your finances in order. And also, I have to say, build your faith. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're kind of living on faith anyway. So I would give your finances to God and do your best not to overspend and let God provide for you. That's what I've been doing for years, and and I have no complaints because we serve an awesome God, and God does care for his children. Now, if you're not living paycheck to paycheck, if you have a nest egg or a pension or a secure income source, let's say something you have, you know, say back as a nest egg, watch that nest. Watch your money. Watch it close. Make sure that you don't let your spending power just simply erode. If you see that the value of the dollar is tanking, well, it's time to put the dollar into something that's not tanking. Some people recommend precious metals. Some people recommend real estate. There's lots of places you can go with your money to try to hold to hold that spending power of that money together. And if you don't have a financial planner that's really on the ball, well, if you have enough money, maybe you need to hire one. I think the year 2024 is going to be extremely important for you to keep your money together. And with that said... I think you need to have as much cash on hand as you possibly can. I don't feel the banks are that strong, and I also feel that all it would take is a computer glitch or a cyber attack of some sort to keep you away from your money. And so it's good to have enough cash on hand, I'm going to say, to try to operate for three months, for one quarter of a year. Most people aren't going to be able to do that. But to those who can, If possible, try to have enough cash on hand to operate, maybe on a bare-bones minimum, but operate for a year if you can. I think it's that important for you to have cash that you can get your hands on. And that also brings up a problem of security, 
Where are you going to keep your money? Well, don't keep it under a mattress, that's for sure. But have a nice, secure place. As a matter of fact, I would have three or four places. I'd divide that money up, and I would put it in several very secure places. Places where no one is going to get their hands on your money. And if you have a trusted confidant in the family, it might be a good idea to tell one person, but you have to trust them. That way, if something happens to you and you become incapacitated and you need that money for you to survive, that money will be readily available to you still, even if you're, let's say you have a medical emergency and you're not able to respond and you need to have money quick. I think you need to have one trusted person that knows where your money is at. Now, you might not think that's very sound financial advice, and I'm not a financial advisor, but I am recommending that you kind of think outside the box. I'm sure you can come up with better ideas than I could of how to manage your money. I just am afraid that if you have all your money electronically, something's going to happen to keep you away from that money. And if that happens in a crisis, well, that's the same as having no money. You might have $100,000 in the bank, but if you can't get to it, you're broke. You don't have any money. And that's the spirit I'm trying to convey my little message, is I want you to make sure that you can operate, even if everything else fails. The next thing I want to really stress for 2024 is live in a spirit of hope. I think the world is disintegrating. I think we all think it is. And there's enough evidence that says that we are right, that it is disintegrating right in front of our eyes. But your life doesn't have to disintegrate. Your relationships don't have to fall apart. Your money doesn't have to be inaccessible. Your life doesn't have to be turned upside down. So you're going to have to manage your time really well and prioritize. Try to put your family and loved ones first. Really concentrate on the things that have meaning in your life. And I would say right here that strengthen your walk with God. If you don't have a walk with God, it it seems to me that it's way past time you did. Because I think the only place that we're going to have true safety is under the protection of Almighty God. And the Bible's very clear about how God will protect us and watch over us. And I think that those are promises he's made to us that I know he's going to honor. So I'd say get your spiritual life in order and get right with God. I think that is vital for 2024. But if you live in a spirit of fear and you feel like a rabbit and there's hawks circling over you, if that's how you're living, you need to stop that. That's just going to add stress. It's going to shorten your life. It's going to make your life miserable. And who knows what's going to happen. Peace might break out. I don't think so, but it might. And if you have everything invested into what's going on worldwide as far as how the world is disintegrating, well, then your personal life is going to suffer and your personal mental health will suffer as well. So the best thing you can do is really concentrate on you and your family. You can listen to the news, you can watch everything happening, and you can be sickened by it and saddened by it. But if you let that consume you to where you can't operate your own life, well, then you've gone way too far in jumping into 
the world situation. And the best thing you can do about the world situation is pray. I think you should know what's going on in the world, but I think you should know what's going on in your own life ten times more. In other words, be very vigilant in 2024. Watch the world situation. Don't let anything sneak up on you. But don't neglect the home fires. Keep the home fires burning. That's going to be so essential in 2024. Now with this election year coming up, you know that every time a politician moves their lips, they're lying. And so don't take anything that a politician says and give it too much weight. Whatever they say to get elected or appointed, or however this corrupt election cycle is going to be, if it's corrupt as 2020, it doesn't make any difference. But I'm hoping that it will be better than 2020, but I have a feeling it's going to be worse. But don't pin your hopes and your dreams on a politician. It's better to concentrate on the kingdom of God. Because no matter how much a politician might change things to where you're happier about it, the next politician that gets in office is just going to come undo it. And so there's nothing lasting with a government run by men. Just nothing at all. But whereas a life ruled by Almighty God, and that's where your focus is, I think your life is going to be much more calm and much more fulfilling. And I stress being self-sufficient on this show, and that also means mentally. And I think that if you concentrate on the kingdom of God and your own life and your walk with God and take care of your family, I think that you're going to be more mentally self-sufficient. And that way you're going to be able to tackle harder problems that may come your way in 2024. I touched on this last week. I'm going to touch on it again. I think 2024 is going to be a year you're going to want to have home security. When I was talking to Eric, the firefighter who gave the advice that I started the show with, he said that a fire department has never lost a basement yet. And he meant that tongue-in-cheek. But he went on to point out that if you're prepared in your own home for a fire, you're more apt to save your home. Because who knows what kind of obstacles are going to be in the way between the fire department and your fire. You might have a fire department that's too far away, or maybe, there's fi- or maybe they're fighting multiple fires. You never really know exactly when the fire department can get there. Now, I know firemen, they do everything in their power to save your home. They get there as quick as they can. But he pointed out that the first line of defense for your home for fire is you. And he recommended if you have a small farm or a larger acreage to buy an old used fire truck and have it ready. He said that you're more apt to save your property if you have firefighting equipment already there. And while that may sound a bit excessive, he's really right. And so home security shouldn't just be firearms and weapons. It should also be preventive type of things, such as fire alarms, fire extinguishers, It might be a good idea to have some hoses dedicated to firefighting. It is better to have them and not use them than to need them and not have them. And that also goes for securing your home from burglars. Keeping people out of your home is much better than trying to remove those people once they're inside your home. 
And so make 2024 a year of safety for you and your family. Make sure you have deadbolts. Make sure that you have a security system. And I recommended last week to get a dog or two. And I still think that's a great idea. There's so many things that we can do to ensure that 2024 is not a year that's going to come hurt us. And while I do see the world falling apart, if you are making your home safer for you and your family, then the chances of you having a safe 2024 is going to be much greater. Broadcasting from the United States of America, you are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I invite all of my listeners to go to my social media site, which is on veteranbrigades.com. It's the only social media site that I trust, and you do not have to be a veteran to join. So go to veteranbrigades.com, sign up, and look me up over there, and on that platform, I'm the Living Off-Grid Show, and I plan on doing lots of interactive things over there with you, my audience. So please go visit me at veteranbrigades.com. I know there's all sorts of people predicting financial collapse and food riots and the works. And while we might see some of that in the larger cities, I doubt if we see that spread over wide areas. And that leads me to the next thing I'm going to recommend. If you live in a city that you think is going to be violent, consider 2024 the year that you move. It's best for good people to get out of dangerous places and go live with other good people. There are so many great communities across the United States and Canada that are full of good people. I know you might not want to leave your town or your job or your family, but I'm not saying move entirely out of the area. Just move to a safer community. Even if you have to commute for your job, I think that it's vital. And I know that with the interest rates the way they are in the housing market is not too strong right now, you might be able to find some really good deals. I don't know about the financing part, but I'm sure you can find some deals with some houses that are not selling. And it might be a home that you built yourself and you love your home, you don't want to leave it. But if your community has left you and you're stuck in a community that is now full of crime and full of all sorts of evil, well, it's best for you to take care of you. I really think you need to consider that in 2024. If you don't have a bug-out location, I recommend that you do some research and find some areas that you think are going to be easy for you to get to and also that will be safe once you get there. I think that's vital that you at least have an idea of where you want to go if you have to flee. Now, I'm talking about the people that live in the cities that I think might have some issues. And Portland, Oregon is a great example, so I'll use Portland. If you live in Portland, Oregon, and you think that that civil unrest is going to come back, and you happen to live in one of those neighborhoods that saw violence, 
and you're thoroughly convinced that it's going to happen again, I think it would be best for you to have a bug out location to where you can get out of there. Now, you might say, what about my house and my belongings? Well, it's all a matter of priority. If if your belongings mean more to you than your health and your safety, well, then that's the way it is. But I think that you should really look at things the way they are and take that into account that your couch and your chairs and your TV and all that, you can replace those, but you can't replace you. And so take care of you in 2024. I think 2024 is a year that you need to find like-minded people and strike up true friendships with and get a buddy system going. I'm thoroughly convinced that we the people are going to have to watch out for we the people. I don't think that we have any government entity at all that's going to truly watch out for us. I think that we have food banks and we have charitable organizations, but when they get overwhelmed, well, they're simply overwhelmed and there's nothing they can do. And so I think we need to be our own keeper, and I think that we need to be our brother's keeper. And that's why I think that we need to find like-minded people and do our best to be there for them and have a relationship that they'll do their best to be there for you. I know that sounds all well and good. It's harder to do than just striking up a conversation and, and striking a few deals. It has to be the right people, people that you can trust, people who are honorable. And yes, there's many honorable people out there, but you're going to have to search them out. And so I think 2024 needs to be a year that you search out honorable people and partner with them. And so we the people can help ourselves in times of crisis. I think that if our society really starts going downhill, I think that's the only way we're going to salvage anything of our society, is we the people have to step up. So the year 2024 is a year that I think we all should step up. And I've been big on promoting homeschooling. 2024 is a year to pull your kids out of school. Get them out of there. This semester, pull them out. Now, you might think that sounds drastic. But your children are being lied to. They're being indoctrinated. They're being brainwashed. They're being turned against their own family. And they're being groomed for pedophiles and worse. There are so many satanic things going on within the school systems right now. And a lot of the teachers that are graduating from the teachers' colleges don't want to educate your children at all. They just want to indoctrinate them and groom them. And you might say, well, that won't happen in our little town. If that's your attitude, I'm going to have to tell you, wake up. Because this satanic woke system that has infiltrated our schools is in every community. No matter if it's a large city or a small town. And so I'm going to ask you to please homeschool your children. I know it could be hard to do, both time-wise and financially. But consider this. You likely taught your children how to walk, and how to talk, and how to eat, and how to dress themselves. So you're already their teacher. Just take it the next step. I think that is something you really need to do in 2024. Before I get to the second half of the show, I would like to 
I'd like to ask you to please consider donating to this program to keep it on the air because it's only on the air because of donations from listeners. This is 100% listener supported. And so if you find value in my shows, I would ask that you find it in your heart to send a donation of any size because I appreciate every donation. I take checks, money orders, and cash. You'd write the checks out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska. And the zip code is 69143. I really need to know who's listening and where you're listening from, whether it's by shortwave or podcast or on AM or FM radio. Even if you just pop me an email and say hi, I would appreciate it. And as always, I invite listeners, give me some suggestions of topics that they'd like to hear me cover. I would really appreciate that. Once again, my email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. Please visit the website, and the website is offgridliving.faith. And also, you can find links to even more information. Every one of my shows is uploaded on the website. If you're tuned to Frequency 7.490, you're listening to WBCQ. If you're on 5850, you're listening to WRMI, Radio Miami International. And if you're listening on 89.3 FM, you're in tune with Key Radio, Osage Beach, Missouri. America, played by the Edison Military Band. Replace fear with faith. Replace pessimism with hope. Replace despair with determination. And don't be afraid to rely on God and step out on the sea. Welcome back to the second half of the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. This is Jim Calhoun, and I really do appreciate you tuning in today. Well, I hope that each and every one of you has a fantastic new year. The things I'm talking about today are hopefully going to be food for thought that you can at least consider to help insulate you from some of the problems that may occur during 2024. 
And I hope my predictions are wrong. I hope 2024 is an uneventful year. I hope the election goes as it should, being fair and honest. I hope that peace breaks out in the Middle East and also with Ukraine and Russia. And I hope that China straightens up and quits threatening Taiwan. And But being realistic, I don't see that all of that's going to happen. Maybe some of it might, but we just have way too much hatred in the world and way too many crazy people that are in power. I do think that there's a lot of people that are going to support Donald Trump. And I do think that the people that want to destroy him are going to do everything they can to destroy him. And that includes harming him physically. I really do think that we are in for a rough ride politically. And what they're trying to do is send a message to Donald Trump supporters saying that your vote shouldn't count and your opinions should not be part of American politics. And so any attack against Donald Trump is actually an attack against his supporters. And I voted for Donald Trump twice, and I will vote for him again. I do have a few issues with his pushing that vaccine, that fake death shot. And also his personality can be very grating at times. But I do know that he's but I do know that he's the best man for the job right now. And I want what's best for my country. And so I will definitely be voting for Donald Trump. Even if he's not on the ballot, I'm going to write his name in. I've said in earlier shows I'm possibly not going to vote. Well, I still don't feel like my vote is going to count, but just in case it does, I think I will. But I'm not going to get my hopes up like I normally used to. I'm just going to do my duty and vote and then just have to see what happens. But I think 2024 needs to be a year that you plug in locally and you really pay attention to your county commissioner and your school board and your judges and the people that can directly affect your life. I know that there are an awful lot of kickbacks and a lot of programs that the federal government's offering small communities. And the small communities, they see the dollars. And so the county commissioners or the city councilmen, they try to sign up for all these different programs or they try to pass certain bills or certain laws that are going to make it easier for certain companies to come in and do what they're going to do. And of course, there's always money involved. And these people think they're doing their community good and they think they're bringing money in when in reality they're just simply being bought. And a lot of things are going to trickle down from this Agenda 30 and all this woke garbage into your local politics. And so this year, really pay attention to your local politics. I would actually talk to your county commissioner, talk to your city councilman, talk to your mayor, talk to the people that can directly affect your life. Really find out who these people are and what they stand for and get behind people that that line up with your belief system. Now, the national politics, I think, is so corrupt, I don't really hold out much hope. But the local politics, especially in some of the smaller states, really pay attention. Now, the machine in New York City and Chicago and places like that, I think that they're so corrupt, I don't know if there's any saving those places, like Philadelphia and Fulton County, Georgia, and there's an awful lot of corrupt places. And if you live in one of those places, well, 
I really feel sorry for you because your votes are not being counted, in my opinion. Where I do believe your votes are counted on the local level. And so 2024 needs to be a year you plug in locally. You can still cast your national ballots and things, but instead of working for a national candidate, I think you should work for a state wide candidate, such as a governor or possibly a mayor of your city, a city councilman. You can still work for a national politician if you want to, but but I really think that that's your best line of defense for you and your family is to have a strong local government that understands our Constitution. If you have people that are talking about saving our democracy, well, I wouldn't vote for those people because they don't even know that we're a representative republic. And anyone that doesn't know that should not be running for any office because ignorance like that is inexcusable if you're passing laws or you're affecting people's lives or livelihoods. And kind of going back onto the survivalist theme here, this might be the year that you need to get a doomsday vehicle, something that runs on points and condenser that does not even have electronic ignition. Whether that be an ATV or an old pickup truck or an old car, I think it would be wise to have something that could survive an EMP attack. And I think it'd be very wise to own something that's easy enough for you to work on it. All the new cars are so sophisticated with their electronics that there's no such thing as a shade tree mechanic anymore. And I think you need to have a vehicle that a shade tree mechanic can actually fix and keep going. Now, of course, you'd want to buy something that was popular, like one of the big three, one of their most popular models, where there are going to be plenty of parts cars. You don't want to buy some obscure model and not have any parts for it. But I think it would be a good idea to have in your garage something you can fix, something that you can use in a pinch, and you can buy these vehicles really cheap. You possibly could get a doomsday vehicle for under $1,000, and get 10 or 15 years worth of good out of it. If nothing else, use it as a fishing car or a hunting car, or a second car in case your car doesn't start. A good old car that you buy cheap, that is in running condition, will always pay for itself, and then later on when you're ready to sell it, you'll likely turn a profit, depending on which model you buy and what kind of shape the vehicle's in. But I don't see vehicles getting any cheaper. And so you can consider that kind of a mini-investment. But I would consider that in 2024 as well. 2024 would be a good year to make your house as efficient as possible with windows and insulation and maybe replacing some appliances that are inefficient. But be careful with your appliances. These new smart appliances and these things that will communicate with the grid or be able to go online, I'd be very careful of those, simply because I have trust issues. I don't think that a refrigerator has any business spying on you. I think it should keep your food cool, and that's it. And so I'd steer clear of any smart appliance. But that's just me. I know I'm in the minority. Most people like their smartphones. They like their smart appliance. They like to be able to clap their hands and have something happen, or talk to their box in the corner and get a question answered. I know people are really growing accustomed to that kind of a lifestyle. And that kind of scares me. Because what happens if the power goes off 
and your box no longer works and your smart appliance no longer works, let's say that we have an attack on the Internet that knocks all of your smart appliances out, well, you'd be better off having just an old-fashioned refrigerator. You plug in the wall and let the compressor do what it does and, and just keep your food cold. I think that 2024 needs to be a year that you get rid of some smart appliances and smartphones and get get away from some of these gadgets. I know that a lot of people will not do that because they really like their gadgets. I get it. But I like my freedom more than I like my gadgets. And in these gadgets, I see something that is potentially going to take away some of my freedom. What I mean by that is, let's say that your smart appliance tells your electric company that you're using too much electricity. And therefore, you might face in the future people that will restrict your power use just because your refrigerator was telling how much electricity you were using. I know there's an awful lot of things that are happening with technology that we don't know about. And so, me personally, I stick with technology I understand. That means I use an awful lot of old items. But that's okay. I understand them, and if they break down, I can fix them. And the best advice I can give you about appliances or automobiles or tractors or what have you, if you can't fix it, then maybe you shouldn't own it. Especially if you can't afford to fix it, if someone else has to fix it for you. That's kind of a rule of thumb I have. I have several old farm tractors, but I can fix them all. When one of them goes down, I can just start another one and keep going because I have spares. But I don't have any tractor that I can't overhaul the engine or rebuild the radiator or do anything it needs done. I can do the work myself. I know not everyone is as handy mechanically as I am, but I'm not the most mechanical person either. But I am tenacious, and if there's a job to be done, well, I'll get it done. But when it comes to one of these new cars with all of the electronics, I don't even try because I know the potential of me harming something is very great when a computer is involved, especially if those parts have to communicate with each other. I just don't touch it at all. But I know I'm hearing stories of people that are spending thousands of dollars on repairs that should cost $100 or $200 or paying three and 4000 because of the technology that's involved. One of the examples would be some of the anti-lock brake systems in some of the cars that are computerized that the, that the slave cylinders on the wheels have to communicate with the master cylinder, which communicates with the main computer. And so, therefore... If you have to replace a slave cylinder, well, you're spending quite a bit of money because it has to communicate with the rest of the car. Whereas an old-fashioned car, you buy another slave cylinder for 20 or $30, you install it, and you're done. And I know I'm talking going backwards as far as technology, but I think technology took a wrong turn. I think that when cars were very sophisticated but still easy to work on, I think they had something there. When they when they first came out with the electronic ignition, which you can still work on, but they didn't have a computer. I think when they started computerizing everything and they started making everything digital with cars, I think that that's when the potential for you not being able to fix it 
was greatly harmed. And so I don't think you can fix your own cars anymore like you used to be able to. I am going to talk about some world events and some national events that I think can affect us. And one of the things that is happening is that we have rogue governments, state governments, that are removing President Trump from the ballot. It seems the state of Maine has decided to remove Trump from the ballot. And, of course, that's just the Secretary of State, Shanna Bellows, who is just a partisan hack politician, of course, a leftist. Same thing with the Colorado Supreme Court. And I do believe that more states are going to follow suit, but I think we have a lot of people exposing themselves for who they are. And they really don't care about rule of law. They don't care about our country. They just care about their politics. And I think that's really sad for our nation. But I really do think that the powers that be would like to put an end to you and me as far as anyone who is on the right, as far as political. They want us to have an open rebellion or something. They're trying to set us up. And so I think that this is all going to play out actually to Trump's favor. I really don't think that any of these illegal moves to remove him from the ballot, I don't think they're going to be successful. But in the meantime, I think they're going to do everything in their power to try to get you and me to do something stupid. So I would recommend that during this election year, keep your cool and don't fall for any of these dirty tricks because we're going to have dirty tricks like this all year. I think this is just the warning shots over the bow. I think it's going to get a lot worse. I do believe that Donald Trump will probably have to have the best bodyguards of anyone in probably in the entire world to survive this election year, which I think is really sad, but that's the state of the United States. We have rogue, corrupt people who have taken over the government. They've opened our borders to all sorts of crime and disease-ridden people. Now, I don't say that all the people coming across are bad people, but a bunch of them are bad people, and nobody's trying to determine who is the good people or who are the bad people. They're just making sure our borders are wide open. And anyone who loves this country would be for policing the border. And of course, if you say you want the border to be policed, you're branded a racist and a bigot and, you know, the drill. But I think the chickens are going to come home to roost for this nation. This nation has turned its back on God, and I think that this is part of the judgment of God that the United States is definitely being invaded. It's definitely being downgraded as far as a first world country. And then our corrupt politicians giving all this money to Ukraine and Israel. And I really think that history is going to be very, very unkind to the Western nations. I really do. We're openly supporting a dictator in Zelensky. People say he's a freedom fighter, and he's nothing of the kind. He's a very warped individual, and by all accounts, he's addicted to all sorts of substances, and he's canceled elections, and he's condoning the kidnapping of people off the streets to put them out on the front line against the Russian troops without any training. And 
anyone that wants to stand up for that, I think that you're very misguided. And then when you look at Israel, how Netanyahu has been compared to Hitler by the president of Turkey, and I'm not sure if that's a fair comparison or not, because I think when all is said and done, Netanyahu might actually kill even more people as far as genocide than Hitler ever thought of doing. And I know a lot of people think that they're following the Israel of the Bible if they stand up for the country of Israel. But you have to understand that the country of Israel is a country that was established by the United Nations. Israel, the people, is not Israel, the country. And I think that we need to really pay attention to that. But, see, those are distractions. Everything is meant to distract you from taking care of you. That's why I didn't want to talk too much about world events, but I do want to say that things are so volatile that anything can happen just on a whim. Situations can change drastically. And if you aren't attentive to what's happening worldwide, then possibly you'll be caught unaware of something you really need to be aware of. And it could come back to harm your family. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger here, but I do think that 2024, I just feel it in my bones and I just feel it in my spirit that 2024 is going to be, I'm just going to say less than stellar and leave it at that. But I think that if we make it what it needs to be for us and our families, then I think we're going to be okay. We're going to get through it. But anything can happen from a financial collapse to outright being invaded by a foreign country here on our shores. I know that our corrupt politicians have made enemies of almost every country on the planet. And that's not a good thing. And then when you have corporations who are dictating things as far as being involved in government, well, that's the pure definition of fascism. And our government is full of oligarchs and fascists. And if you thought that we defeated fascism in World War II, well, it's back. And furthermore, it's backed, wrapped up in an American flag. And that's really sad to see. And also, communism is on the rise, also wrapped in an American flag. Now, I'm not talking about you or me, because we still understand the representative republic, and that's the flag that we stand up for, and that's the flag that we defend. But it seems the people that are flying the flag, trying to change what it stands for, are the ones that are for open borders and therefore rigged elections. So we really have to use discernment. So I guess that's another thing I want to really get you to really understand, that we have to have a massive amount of discernment. We have to be able to make up our mind in a moment's notice on a situation that's been thrust on us of how we're to deal with it. I think it's a good thing to pray Pray for wisdom and pray for discernment. Pray for peace. Pray for guidance. And I think that 2024 is a good year to just, is to really listen for God's guidance. I think that is so important. 
And of course, everything has to be economy driven. And everybody wants to separate you from your money. And that's the last thing I'm going to talk about is don't let anything separate you from your money in 2024. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have a feeling our finances are going to take a big hit. And I think your spending power is going to take a big hit. And so I wouldn't let anything come between me and my finances. Now I'm talking about purchasing like a doomsday vehicle or something like that. But I'm not saying spend very much money on it. I'm saying be very frugal and shop around. And I also talked about replacing some appliances to make your house more efficient. Well, in the long run, you're going to save money. But make sure that you don't spend foolishly. Now I know it's your money. You can do anything you want to do with it. But I'm going to recommend that you hold on to as much money as you possibly can. And then if things don't go bad, if we have a good year, well, you just have more money in your pocket to do something for next year. But since this is an election year and we have wars that are raging, I would really be cautious. 2024 seems to be what I think is kind of a gotcha type of a year. I think that 2024 can be very harmful to a lot of people. And I don't want you to be harmed. So I would say err on the side of caution. Take care of your money. Take care of your family. Take care of your friends and your community. Take care of you. And I think that you'll have a much better 2024. Now, 2024 is going to see growth in this show. I have several things in mind as far as growing the show. I possibly will pick up another shortwave provider and add one more station. I'm talking to several more. I haven't had anything set in stone yet, but I'm hoping to increase the footprint of the show. I'd like to thank all of the people who have participated, who have written me letters or emails. I'm making a lot of dear friends with this show, and there's an awful lot of people I'm reaching. And I seem to be helping quite a few people, and that's my whole goal with this show, is I want to be a help. I don't want to just be another talking head out here that just blabs on. I truly want to help you and your family. And it's my thought that if we all help each other, then we're going to have a stronger society. And I really want to see us have a strong society, a strong nation. I want us to be prosperous and happy. I want us to live in peace. I want our homes to be secure. I want people just to be able to be left alone, to raise their family and live their lives the way they want to live their life. That's what I'm all about. But there's so many things that are trying to encroach on our lives, such as the smartphones and the smart appliances and the rigged elections and the people that are spending our money foolishly and throwing it away, giving us trillions in debt, that we, the people, have to eventually pay for that. And so I try to come up with ideas and plans to to try to help you manage your life through all these man-made crises that shouldn't even be happening. Like illegitimate Joe should not even be president. But we had the deep state install him. And I'm really afraid that they're going to do something similar or the same thing in 2024. But this year, just watch out. Stay vigilant. Keep your eyes wide open. Question everything. 
and really take stock of your local situation. If you need to move for your safety, we'll consider that. If you're in a really good spot and you can help other people get to where you are, you might consider that also. I do know that we, the people, have to unite in 2024. If we don't unite physically, we need to at least unite in spirit. We need to be there to help each other. We really do. I think that 2024 is going to see some massively ugly things aimed at we the people. And so we the people have to be as strong as we possibly can be. And that starts in your own home. I wish each and every one of you a very happy, prosperous, and peaceful 2024. I hope that my predictions are wrong. I hope that your life goes absolutely wonderful for the entire year and beyond. And I want to say a special thank you to those who tune in on a weekly basis, both on shortwave and also on podcast and also on FM. Can't forget the good people in Osage Beach, Missouri. But I really appreciate all of you who download and listen to my programs. And I have people that are listening to me on Truth to Ponder and also on Harmony Barn Sessions, as well as the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. And I enjoy doing all three shows, and I have listeners that listen to all three shows. And I really appreciate it. I know that the music show is kind of the odd man out, but everything can't be all gloom and doom and prepping all the time. And I try to spread some joy if I can, and I find much joy in music. And I really enjoy helping Bob Beerman with Truth to Ponder. And I think that that's a very worthwhile ministry. And so I enjoy donating my time to that program. And I would ask that you help partner with me to build this program. This is entirely listener-supported, and it's because of your generous donations that I'm even on the air. I take checks, money, orders, or cash. You'd write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska. Hershey, Nebraska, and the zip code is 69143. Again, thanks for listening. Have a very, very happy new year. Keep your powder dry. Stay vigilant. Stay strong. Stay hopeful. And never, ever forget, replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.